trip to Hoosick Falls wouldn't be complete without a leisurely drive down Main Street. As you pass the First Baptist Church, you may notice some well-worn headstones hidden among the trees, until an interesting red and gold marker catches your eye. The title reads Natty Bumpo, a name that is familiar, but you can't quite place it. Reading the marker's text, those hazy details come streaming back. In this burial ground lies Nathaniel Shipman, the inspiration for James Fenimore Cooper's famous Natty Bumpo character, New York Folklore, William G. Pomeroy Foundation, 2019. Natty Bumpo, one of the most recognizable characters from James Fenimore Cooper's Leatherstocking Tales. He was the rugged frontiersman who dressed in tanned leather and was a skilled hunter and scout. So this is where Cooper's inspiration came from, a man named Nathaniel Shipman, who lies buried in Hoosick Falls. But wait, if you drive about 100 miles to the west, you may come across another red and gold sign with the same title, but the story itself is slightly different. This one reads, Natty Bumpo, David Shipman, circa 1729 to 1813. Burial site of local hunter known by and inspiration for James Fenimore Cooper's literary character. New York Folklore, William G. Pomeroy Foundation, 2018. So what's the story here? Was David Shipman the true inspiration? Or was it Nathaniel Shipman? How are they connected to James Fenimore Cooper? And what led to a war of words in 1874 which threatened a lawsuit over erecting a monument? Stay tuned to hear more about David Shipman, Nathaniel Shipman, and James Fenimore Cooper's inspiration for the character, Natty Bumpo. Support for this program comes from the William G. Pomeroy Foundation, which helps people celebrating their community's history by providing grants for historic roadside markers and plaques. You've probably heard about our New York State Historic Marker Grant Program, but did you know we also offer several other marker grant programs? Here in the Empire State and across the country, these programs include commemorating women's suffrage, historic canals, folklore, and sites on the National Register of Historic Places. Our grants are available to local, state, and federal government entities, nonprofit academic institutions, and 501c3 organizations. Since 2006, we've funded nearly 1,000 signs across all our programs nationwide. To apply for a marker at no cost to you, or to learn more about the Foundation's grant programs, visit WGPFoundation.org. That's WGPFoundation.org. Welcome to a New York Minute in History. I'm Devin Lander, the New York State Historian. And I'm Lauren Roberts, the Historian for Saratoga County. We are bringing you the second episode of our new series, Legends and Lore of the Empire State. The William G. Pomeroy Foundation, one of the sponsors of this podcast, offers a grant program that commemorates these tall tales by erecting roadside markers. To date, there are more than 50 markers across New York State that are part of the Legends and Lore series. Natty Bumpo was the hero of James Fenimore Cooper's Leatherstocking Tales, 
five novels published between 1823 and 1841, that followed the exploits of Bumpo, a white frontiersman who lived among the Lenape tribe in eastern New York State. The most famous of these novels remains The Last of the Mohicans, which has been made into several films, including the 1992 adaptation that stars Daniel Day-Lewis as Nathaniel Poe, a slightly altered version of Natty Bumpo. So, was Natty Bumpo based on a real person, and, if so, who? Legend and folklore, like history itself, are often contested. It turns out that two men with the last name Shipman have been linked to Cooper's most popular character, Nathaniel Shipman in Hoosick Falls and David Shipman in Fly Creek near Cooperstown. Both men were said to be frontiersmen living during the era of the French and Indian War and the American Revolution. Both men were said to have spent time living near Cooperstown, where they came to know James Fenimore's father, Judge William Cooper, and perhaps met a young James himself. The actual historical record is spotty at best with regards to David and Nathaniel Shipman, though they did seem to both exist. Their stories are eerily similar, and there is the possibility that legend has confused fact in the case of both men. James Fenimore Cooper himself never stated who he based Natty Bumpo on, and most literary scholars consider the character to be an amalgam of several real and made-up frontiersmen, including possibly Daniel Boone. Yet, the legends of both David and Nathaniel Shipman were powerful enough to cause the threat of a lawsuit in 1874 when the great-granddaughter of David Shipman threatened to sue a group of residents of Hoosick Falls who wanted to erect a plaque stating that their, Nathaniel Shipman, was the basis for Natty Bumpo. The two parties waged a war of letters until both decided not to erect markers. That changed in 2018 when the Fly Creek Historical Society was granted a marker for David Shipman by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. The following year, the Hoosick Township Historical Society was granted a marker for Nathaniel Shipman. The controversy, like the legend, lives on. To get a local perspective, we reached out to the director of the Hoosick Township Historical Society, Joyce Brewer, whose documentation of this legend earned them the grant for the Legends and Lore sign. Joyce, thank you so much for speaking with us today, and I wonder if you could tell us in your words, who was Nathaniel Shipman? So Nathaniel Shipman, the, what we found was that he was born about 1738 in Connecticut. He came to the Hoosick area about in 1756. He was a well-known and respected scout for the British, and he came here with the British to protect the fort at St. Croix, which many people, if they know the area, the St. Croix area is now considered Willumsack. After the close of the French and Indian War, uh, Nathaniel stayed in the area, hunting and fishing and trapping. He was a friend to a lot of the Mohegan Indians that also remained in the area. Um, he had a hunting camp that we found. Uh, there's many stories about a hunting camp and a cave in the hills north of the village of White Creek, which is just the other side of the village of, of the area of St. Croix. When the Revolutionary War broke out, the stories that we have and the documentation that we have found, and also in James Fenimore Cooper's stories, he talks about a natty being tarred and feathered. 
and we actually found information kind of in about that also here in this area. And so we found that he fled to Otsego Lake and uh, because of the, it was good hunting and fishing area and also because it was a connection with the Mohegan tribe that had settled there. So that's what we know about his his life as far as that goes. So we do know that he married, and he had a daughter named Patience, and Patience married John Ryan. And John Ryan was considered one of the most influential people in the area during this time. Um, this was the early 1800s. And from 1803 to 1806, uh, Ryan served as a member of the New York State Assembly. And so this is where the connection with Nathaniel Shipman and the Ryans and James Fenimore Cooper all come together. What we found was that James Fenimore Cooper, his father, Judge Cooper, was on the New York State Assembly with Ryan. And he used to, they were good friends, and they used to get together a lot and talk. And the stories and the papers and the information that we found um, talks about how Judge Cooper talked with Ryan about an aged old white man um, who was in the company of, an, of a Mohegan Indian, and he lived in a cave on the border of Otsego Lake, and he used to talk about him a lot. And so Ryan came back after one of his trips to Albany and told his wife about this gentleman that um, Judge Cooper used to talk about a lot. And um, Patience said that was her father. She was pretty sure that that was her father. And so Judge Ryan, uh, being the nice husband that he was, um, went back on horseback to Cooperstown uh, to locate uh, Nathaniel Shipman. And so um, he found him, and he brought him back to the Hoosick area. And he did live here for a little while. Um, he did go up into the woods and uh, go off hunting and fishing and trapping and everything into the Green Mountain area. But then he came back after a couple years, and he actually lived with the Ryans um, until his death here in the town of Hoosick in 1809. And that is when he was buried in the Baptist Cemetery, which was the first cemetery in the town of Hoosick, um, long before there was a village and everything. That was the first cemetery that was here. And he was buried there in the Ryan lot right next to the Ryans. And that's where he is buried right now, as far as we know. And we found documentation with old cemetery records and newspapers and different things like that that actually mention Nathaniel Shipman, where he's buried. And there's a couple different papers that document uh, next to his name uh, in parentheses. One of them says Leather Stocking. Um, another one says Natty Bumpo. David Shipman, we spoke with Shirley Rathbone, the president of the Fly Creek Area Historical Society near Cooperstown, New York. Well, from the information and research that we have uh, dug up, uh, David Shipman was born about 1740 to Captain Samuel Shipman. His wife is unknown, according to what I have at this time. David Shipman was born in Saybrook about 1740 and died at Fly Creek, New York in 1813. 
and he's buried in the Adams Cemetery between Fly Creek and Toddsville, just down the road from where his farm was. He was a renowned hunter and trapper in Otsego County, and he dressed in leggings and and, uh, high moccasin-type boots made from the skins of wild animals. Assumingly, those are the ones that he provided meat for uh, many people for, hence the name Leatherstocking. And according to several publications and research that uh, I've done, he supplied the table of many folks in the area with venison, wild meats, including Judge Cooper. We have a lot of anecdotals because David Shipman's uh, descendants were pretty much in the area. And, um, I mean, recently we've been able to make contacts and they had compiled a lot of information from their ancestors and uh, genealogy. So it's quite fascinating, some of the stuff that I uncovered here recently. So I'm sure that you're aware of the claim that David Shipman, not Nathaniel, of Fly Creek was the inspiration for Natty Bumpo. This is Fly Creek out near Cooperstown. So I'm just wondering, how do you think this controversy adds to the Natty Bumpo story? Well, it makes it fun. It makes it kind of um, an interesting challenge to, to prove one way or another. So people that do like to be little, that like to be sleuth, can can go and try to investigate these type of things. We did doing all the work that we've done. We did come up with uh, we we call them ten reasons why we believe that Nathaniel is the real Natty Bumpo. He was a scout in the French and Indian War and a servant to a British officer. He was friend and companion of the Mohegan Indians. David fought in the Revolutionary War. Nathaniel was tarred and feathered for refusing to fight. In one of his novels, Natty said, I am the man that got the name of Nathaniel from my kin, Hawkeye from the Delawares. Uh, Natty is not an abbreviation for David, but for Nathaniel. Uh, His rifle, left to his son-in-law, John Ryan, was of an unusual long length, as described in the novels. Dr. Benjamin Walworth knew Nathaniel as an elderly man and, and described him as a hunter, a scout, a warrior, and full of stories. Azariah Eddy was given a copy of The Pioneer by a friend, and on the flyleaf was written the name Nathaniel Shipman as Leatherstocking. I always like this one. Hoosick Falls possesses a Shipman corpse. Uh, Cooperstown does not. <laughs> Ironically, uh, Mrs. Mallory actually points out the the sad thing about this whole story and trying to prove that David was the real Leatherstocking is that wouldn't you know Hoosick Falls has a corpse and we do not, but we do have we do have anecdotal uh, that he's mm-hmm. buried in the Adams Cemetery with no marker. He and his wife both with no marker. So it's fascinating.
it's clear that both of these local groups feel strongly that their shipman was the true inspiration for Cooper's Natty Bumpo. After listening to their stories, it is undeniable how parallel their lives were. Both David and Nathaniel were living at the same time. Both had connections to Cooperstown and Hoosick Falls. Both were well-known hunters who dressed in leather stockings and carried long rifles and were associated with local Native American tribes. And of course, possibly the most glaring coincidence of all is that they have the same last name. Through all the research that has been done on these two men, no one seems to have found a clear answer to whether or not they were related. Some believe they may have been brothers or cousins, but no one has been able to prove it. Both men seem to share a connection with Patience Ryan, also, but in one case she is a sister, and the other a daughter. Perhaps finding the answer to these familial connections is the key to revealing Cooper's true inspiration. But again, maybe that is just another coincidence that the two men share. Though the controversy lives on for now, thanks to the William G. Pomeroy Foundation, both communities have monuments to the men they feel were the real-life Natty Bumpo. Of course, the only person who can tell us for sure isn't talking. From a presentation given to the Daughters of the American Revolution in Cooperstown in 1910, Cora Bowen's Shipman gives us this poetic conclusion. After all, a view of the facts and in the absence of any declaration by the author, we have only these circumstances to guide us. He who could have decided positively who was the original leather stocking sleeps his last sleep amid the scenes which his magic pen revealed to the world with so much charm and beauty. In the absence of any such declarations, we believe that the stories revealing the beauties of the glimmer glass at Seagull Lake would warrant that none other than David Shipman was the real leatherstocking of Cooper's Tales, end quote. A New York Minute in History is a production of the New York State Museum, WAMC Northeast Public Radio, and Archivist Media. Support for the project comes from the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. The program is also funded in part by Humanities New York with support from the National Endowment for the Humanities. Any views, findings, conclusions, or recommendations expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent those of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Original music for this episode was provided by Sean Riley. Mm-hmm.